Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. You're going to fall in love with my guest today. I'm so excited to have her on. And um, like so many of us, we have these relationships. We meet these people via social media and we feel like we already know them and we're friends. And I have been cheering this amazing woman on for the last several months. Let me tell you a little bit about Wendy. She is a small business marketing and branding strategist and a project manager with an emphasis on crisis management. Not like anybody needs that, right? For over 10 years. She is currently a consultant for faith-based and corporate and small businesses, providing insightful strategies for unique visionaries and organizations, demonstrating faith and excellence in the workplace. I love that. She launched Grit Grace TV, a faith-based online streaming service in 2020. Actually, we're going to talk about that because the soft launch was January. I'll get to that. Hold on. Um, in 2020 and has contributed on various publications. She resides in the beautiful walking city of Maplewood, New Jersey, literally at the heart. Like she's been in the heart of all this COVID stuff. Um, with her husband, Charles, and her daughter, Isabel, she is motivated and enthusiastic about God moving in film and television. Welcome, Wendy. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. I'm so happy to have you. And okay, there's so many, there's so many things we could talk about because the world is just bubbling with so much, so much right now. Okay. So first let's talk about Grit Grace TV and how you kind of soft launched in January. And what was, what was the story with that? Cause you were supposed to be officially launched. Yeah, we're supposed to be efficient. We had our soft launch in January, but we're going to have our big launch in March, um, March 23rd to be exact. Invited all these people, rented our space, and we're like, yes, we're going to make this happen. And COVID happened. So as you know, that kind of put everybody like, you know, everyone was like, we couldn't go out. Everything was, you know, um, um, halted. But that's okay. You know what? This is in God's timing, yep. God's plan. And I've so seen him move in the process of even us um, just delaying and waiting for this to happen. So we're going to relaunch, God willing, September 2020. We're going to pray that nothing gets shut down. <laughs> I got chills when you said that. So I believe that that is absolutely what's going to happen for you. And I kind of jumped into it, but um, would you, I read your bio and your bio is amazing. And you're such a woman to be followed. <laughs> you're such a woman to be followed with all that you're doing. But why don't you share with everybody that's either watching or listening a little bit more about you and kind of maybe how you went from being a business strategist and branding consultant to launching a network, right? Wow, that is that's a big thing. Well, thank you so much for that beautiful um, intro and compliment and lead in. <laughs> I hope I can live up to it. But um, you know what? Here's the thing: I 
I started off um, in the music world. So at one point I wanted to be Tina Turner and I wanted to just sing. And then um, I found that I like the behind the scenes of the music instead of the production and all that goes into it. So my heart has always been in entertainment in one way or another, um, in some shape or form. So I just found that I like branding. I like, you know, um, like I come in and I take out the fires in people's businesses and say, hey, you should do this. Why don't you try that? Why don't we do this? So it worked. It was beautiful. And I love it, but my deep down desire as a writer and as a producer was always there. So um, 14 years ago, 2006, I decided that I'm going to consult people on the side, but I'm going to pursue this passion of writing and film production. I know nothing about that like, at the time. <laughs> Knew nothing, you know? But isn't that what God does to yes. us? You know, yes. He takes us out of our comfortable, you know, little, little uh, corner and says, no. I put this thing in you, go after it. So by faith, I just spent the past, um, the first 10 years just trying to search what God, what do I do? You know, okay, so I started writing. I wrote scripts. I produced shows and I did all these things, but there was more. I felt like the Christian story, the faith-based story needed to be told and not only by me. Right. Because yeah. a whole bunch of other people who have some great stories that they're telling and that they're sharing with the world. And so one day I was praying, I said, God, what can I do to bring all these great people of faith together in one place where we can share who we are in Christ and show visually the things that we're doing? And then the Lord was like, well, why don't you look up how to um, start a Netflix? <laughs> I was like, God, you got money you know, for Netflix? nothing big, just a small thing. <laughs> just a small thing. <laughs> Oh my God, you got Netflix money. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, I did that and I did my research and um, there the journey began of just finding some amazing people of faith out there, men and women of God who are, who have some amazing stories, documentaries, um, um, episodic shows, you know, films about Christ that are done beautifully right? Written nicely and they're real. Cause I'm all about being real, real life or real God that we serve. Oh, there's, you know, what's really awesome is that what you're doing is, I mean, it's so timely, isn't it? I mean, yes. it's so yes. timely, but who knew when you, when God put this dream in your heart, however many 14 years ago, kind yeah. of, I mean, it was there, right? You did, yeah. maybe didn't yeah. know it was going to be a network, but who would have known all those years ago that the entire world would be streaming TV almost 24 seven now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. it's so timely. And you know what I'm so excited about is for so many years, like in the eighties, I feel like it really started to, there started to be some kind of Christian programming and movies and mm-hmm. stuff, but they were horrible, horrible quality. Yes. I mean, they had no production value. They were sad. Like they mm-hmm. were, even if you wanted to watch it, you were, it were cringy kind of. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so what you're doing is, you know, you're bringing the Hollywood production value to biblical stuff. Yes, absolutely. And and the thing is, what I love about what I'm doing, the journey that I'm on, and I make, you know, um, our, our slogan for Grit Grace TV says we're, re- we're reverent, we're relevant, and we're real. Because we want to make sure that everything we do fall under the umbrella of Christ, right? And, and the biblical standards of who he is and what we do. And we want to be relevant for today for everybody can relate to it at whatever level. And we're real, real life issues. So um, we're we're different than our, our desire and our goals to be different than some of the other platforms. Clearly we're not Netflix. We don't want all the gore, all the exaggerated things that happen there. And don't get me wrong. I have a Netflix account, so I can't really, you know, 
um, you know, but with that said, we're also um, not the extreme of some other um, faith-based um, um, networks as well. And, it's, and there's a place for that. I'm not putting them down or anything. I don't hear that at all. But we're saying that we want real gritty stuff, the real life of, of, of what we go through as believers, not cookie cutter, because we're all yeah. different. What you're going through, Michelle, and what I'll go through are two different things, but it's real. And we're going through it with the common denominator, which is Christ. He gets us through it. He works in our lives and he works in our lives individually, just like our fingerprints. And so we want to see real television, real Christians talking about this is what I'm going through. You know, my child is going through this and this identity crisis. And they're doing this is what it looked like for me. This is how I press in to the comedy, right, to the yeah. great comedies that are out there. Where we come something we can laugh and just be ourselves. So I think that's what sets us apart from some of the other faith based networks that we say to the people. Bring the gritty and let God's grace just empower it all. Just cover it, all of it. I, I just think what you're doing is so needed. I want it. I, I mean, I'm, I love entertainment. So, okay, we share a couple things. I, okay. I have asked God since I was a little girl why he did not give me the gift of singing because I always wanted to be a singer. So I don't have the gift. And I've always loved entertainment, thought for many, many years, thought that was going to be the path for me, that I was going to be an actor. So mm-hmm. I love, I love entertainment, love going to the movies. I love TV shows and series. I love it. And mm-hmm. so, um, but sometimes like my heart is grieved because you want to watch things and they just, you know, I know, you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Some of yeah. the content just goes places that you don't, I don't even want it them to enter my mind, but I still like, I like to be entertained. And so what a beautiful thing that you are going to provide for people like me that love to be entertained, but still it will have, uh, I won't have to be afraid of what's being put into my ears and eyes and heart for what you're doing. Yes. Yes. And so it's needed. I'm so excited about it. I'm excited too. And I can't wait for everybody just come on the platform and just get to enjoy it. Oh, I think, I think you're going to be overloaded once you launch and people know about you and what you're doing. I think you're going to be overloaded because I, I believe like for such a time as this, I believe people are seeking and searching things that are uh, deeper. You know what I mean? Things that have more value. I do you remember back in the day they they used to have after school specials and they were yeah. these like meaningful stories. They were great stories, but they always mm-hmm. had like a moral and they were meaningful. And so, what a great thing that you are going to offer an entire network. Yes, absolutely. Where people can come and you'll find something that our desire is that you find something that speaks to you directly in where you are in that moment. Cause we're all at different places at different times in our lives. So somebody just needs to laugh, you know, but laugh with a purpose. Know that, that um, even in, even in, the, in your humor and your joy, he's there, you know, God is there. He sees you, he hears you. So it's one of those things where we're being very um, mindful, very um, intentional about what's going on there, you know, in the content, because there are sometimes that you know, people say, you know, profanity. I'm not a big proponent of a whole bunch of cursing all over the place, but somebody's story needs to be told with that in a way, in a tasteful way that you get it. Because if I was a gang member and I was killing people, you know, and, and here God came and he, 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 he brought me to the place of salvation. What yeah. did that journey look like to get there? And that person can speak to those other people in that situation in a unique way that I can't speak to them you know, or that you can see them. So that's our goal. That's what we want people to um, come to Greek and say, wow, they, they get me. 
Wow. I, I get you. I'm so excited about this. And I think people are starving for it. And even if they don't know they're starving for it, they're starving for it. And, and media is such a man, it's such a big platform. I mean, it's, and, and now because of technology, it's a global platform. You have the ability to create a global platform here, uh, to, to speak life into people. And so, man, I just, yes, 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 yes. To everything that you're doing. And, um, in your, in your bio that I read, you talked about, uh, being a strategist for faith-based businesses. Um, I would just love to, for you to, I don't know how you can do both of these things at the same time, but I would love to hear you talk just a little bit about that. Well, you know, when it comes to faith-based businesses, I think some of the things that we struggle with is combining, um, having the strategy to know how we can brand ourselves, right, as a business, as a, as a um, um, nonprofit organization, or even as an individual, and still keep who we are in Christ and walk that walk without water washing it or, you know, like just um, glossing over it. How do I keep my faith? How do I show who I am in Christ? and still be this amazing entrepreneur, be this organization that's going to kick buck and compete with the other um, non-believers out there or just non-faith-based organizations. So one thing that we did a lot, we'll go in, we see how a company is run and we we would just consult with them and tell them, well, this is something that we can do better. Here's what we can do on social media to really bring yourself to that forefront. Don't be afraid. My thing is be bold. Yeah. Be bold and be unapologetic for who you are, especially if you're going to say you are a faith-based organization, own it. Don't shy away from it. And people respect that without being judgmental and, and disrespectful and unempathetic to other people, but own it. And we come up with strategies of what that looks like. What does that look like um, on your social media platform? What does that look like in your messaging, whether it's your brochure you're putting out there or if it's a video that we're making to talk about these things, what does that look like and how can we convey that message? And what I find is once people um, find that they can own this and if they can make it their own and they're not sinning before God, you know, as believers that we can think we do something, I want to dishonor God. And then you realize that, wait, no, God put you in this situation for such a time as this. Mm. And I am going to take full opportunity of it and meet, um, you know, reach the masses with it. Then they get comfortable. They start to realize what they're doing, bring the whole team together. And we make it a team effort. And it's just great success from there, you know? And so I think one of the things that um, a lot of faith-based churches are doing now is that they have cafes, you know, or they have bookstores. And now they're realizing, wait a minute, we can bring a lot of people in, you know, and we can share the gospel in a unique way. What does that look like? How do we how do we set the the atmosphere for this to happen? And so it's things like that that we did, and I I enjoyed it. Um, it's a ch- it has own challenges, as you yep. know, working with faith based organizations because I come from a very secular, you know, background in terms of working corporate, working for a record company that was not faith based, you know, with different um, with various artists. So it was different, um, but I loved it. It was something rewarding about knowing that you're doing something within eternity impact with a lasting impact. It just changes things. It it really does. And everything that you just spoke on is literally the heart of GPA. And you know, what's interesting is the very first time you and I spoke, I wasn't, I wasn't clear and I wasn't even moving forward yet with GPA. Mm -hmm. It was in my heart and mind, but God had not revealed it all to me yet. Uh, probably because of my own resistance, because Mm -hmm. of this thing of thinking about, you know, being in business, 
I was just having a conversation with my husband about this today. Um, being in business, you are, we are taught that, you know, you want to attract everybody. So you kind of, you downplay, you downplay your faith because you're the, the fear is what we've been, what I believe is a lie from the enemy. What we've been told is we will lessen our impact. We will lessen our ability to succeed, to build a business, to create a movement, to make money. If we are bold out there with who we are and what our, what our, belief system is about faith. And so, um, when, so when God was kind of downloading this information to me, I was like, um, so let's do this God, but let's keep it like in the background, like the faith (laughs) part. We'll just like, you know, have verses on things, but we won't really like put it out in the forefront. And the Holy spirit was like checking me. He's like, no, that's not what it is. This is supposed to literally put boldly faith and boldly the principles and foundations of being in the world in the marketplace (laughs) together. And what, once I made the decision, once I said it out loud and said, okay, I'll do what you say. Um, it was amazing because God just revealed to me, you know, you know, this, there's way more women in the marketplace than there is in ministry way more. And how many of those women love Jesus with their whole heart and don't know how to do it. So I, what you've been doing as a strategist is exactly what we are striving to do and empower women here with GPA. So absolutely. And that's, and it's so, I remember when we did speak, you were saying that you had something in your mind that you're thinking about. You weren't ready to actually talk about it yet. And and look at it now, like the minute we let go, we let God and we trust it. He opens doors. He's, you know, that he says, I will open doors that no man can shut. He opens doors and he opens opportunities that come your way and look what happens. And I always tell people, I had this one pastor one time that I spoke to and, and, um, it was weird. The weirdest thing, like he was just kind of hesitant because he was building his church and didn't want to say God too much in things. <laughs> and I just said to him, I said, if anybody has a reason to say Jesus name unapologetically, it would be you own it own it, you know? And that's one of the reasons why I went and I did Grid Grace TV. I was at a point, because I'm in my 40s now, and I said, God, I want to live for you. Yes. What does that look like? I don't want to do um, um, scripts and television, things like that, that does not honor you. And I'm not willing to compromise. So it was two things, either give it up, you know, or do your own. And I said, well, I'm going to do my own because I can at least control the, um, control the conversation, control the narrative. And I can say Jesus as much as I want and no one can stop me. Right. So I think that, um, once we own it as faith people, like we one, both like me being a Christian and being a woman and being an entrepreneur is not one, one or the other is not um, mutually exclusive. Yes. I can be both. I can yes. walk boldly in both. And I don't have to beat you aside the head with it or anything like that, but I can just be comfortable in, in doing that. And that's one of the things, even with Great Grace TV, people are like, well, do you really want to put that you are a faith-based yes, Christ? Because you're going to lose some people. I said, yep. well, that's okay because I'm, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You know, some people just won't get it. It doesn't matter what I do, how I try to accommodate to them. They just won't. So let me focus on the dream and the vision God gave me and he'll bring the people along. And that's what I'm believing God for, you know? So yes, girl, I mean, I just amen to every word that you just said. And I just had a conversation with my team yesterday because as we build, you know, we're building, it's brand new baby. As we build this, um, you're doing some amazing things. I've been following. Thank you. Thank you. You know, some people say, yes, I want to be a part of this. I want to contribute a course, or I'd like to be on the podcast. 
And so the process that we've created, the very first step is they have, I mean, we're bold. We're like you are with Grit Grace TV. We're bold. We're not shying away from it. We say Jesus. We talk about Christ. It is what, who we are. And it feels so good to, to be that way, first of all. But some people will say, yes, I would love to be a part of this. But when they see the boldness, it scares them. And so they, they shrink back either for uh, uh, two reasons that I've seen. Number one, like they're not where they need to be in their own walk. Mm. Number one. So they almost feel like checked. Well, I, I can't really do this because I'm not checked. Like mm. I'm not walking the way I was supposed. So that's number one. Or number two, they are, it doesn't line up with them. And mm. I am so okay. I'm so okay with that. And I was trying to explain to my team, somebody had some, I don't know, some big influencer with hundreds of thousands of followers that wanted to contribute, but said that, you know, once they went, she went to the website and she saw all these things. I asked them to say, yes, I believe in Jesus, Jesus Christ. I believe he died, you know, lived and died for me and rose again. Uh, You know, I asked people to say, these are the things I believe. It's just like you're saying, you're being so mindful about the content, same. And it feels so good to be able to say that without like, yes, but just know this is it. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's the thing. It's a freedom. There's such a freedom and release in it that you can just walk in it and just allow the Holy Spirit just to just guide you. And and I know somebody's like, what do they mean by that? But it's a freedom in just owning who you are because it's a most for most of us, we all have had those points in our walk and it depends where you are on your walk. And some people have fear. Right. So the fear kind of stops them from um, um, completely being who who God is challenging them to be. It could be fear of what are my friends going to say? What is it going to look like in my work? What if my boss hears this? And to be at a place where we are, praise God, where um, we're we're the boss. Right. (laughs) And we can just um, talk about God and not worry about those things. It's helpful. And it's just it's freeing. But it took me. I would I mean, I'll admit the minute I was um, writing my About Us for Grit Grace TV and had my editors edit everything and look at things and I gave it to a group of people that I trusted, what, what does this say to you? How does it resonate? A couple of them came back and said, I would take out the Christ. I, I wouldn't put that on there. And I appreciated that, but I said, mm, now I'm going to go with it. Nothing in my, like you said, the Holy Spirit was just like, mm, no, what are you doing? You either are, you're either in or you're out. Like, yes. this is not what you want to do. And, and I've been comfortable with it from the moment that I put it, put pen to paper. Um, and I don't apologize for it. Mm. Yeah. So it's, um, freeing is like, if there was a bigger word than freedom, it's what Mm. it is. And what I, what I feel now, and it, it makes me tear up is that, you know, we are meant the whole goal, I think, of this existence, of course, is to point more people to Christ. But but what I think people miss and they don't know, and it's because of so many reasons, and the enemy doesn't want you to know. The enemy does not want people to know this, that your true superpower is your ability to be fully you, fully you, yes. and, and embrace, like, Jesus is a part of every decision I've ever made for the bulk of my life. Every decision. Of course, I've screwed things up or whatever, but he's in everything I do from how I eat, exercise, how I interact with people. It's everything. And so to not include that in business, that's being inauthentic. And so things didn't flow the way I never knew flow or peace or freedom until this. Mm. 
And I want everybody to know it because whatever it is that their call is, your call is here to this. It's going to, you're going to be a huge media conglomerate, right? I know that. So that's your call, but to, to be able to be, have full freedom and to be authentically you and always that's your superpower and everybody has it in whatever their lane is. And so what you're doing, what we're doing, I pray that we can just break the bondage that the enemy has put over so many, the whole earth thinking that you have to perform or be, or do a certain thing to achieve whatever the, the thing is. But God is telling you, no, no, no. All you have to do, all you have to do is be you 110%. Yes, absolutely. And I echo what you said. And um, yes, girl, I'm going to be a big media conglomerate. Yes, yes you are. <laughs> you know, um, but also, you know, and, and, here's, and here's the thing. I was reading this book um, by Stephen Furtick. Um, love Sun- him. Love him. Love this book, Sun Stand Still. So go get it. Um, I get no royalties, but go get it. And one of the things he said was, you know, in the book was he, he speaks about how we have our vision, right? You have this big vision for your life. And then you ask God for this sun standstill moment. And I think that um, what people forget or sometimes think my, my role isn't big enough in the kingdom. Here you, here you are, Wendy, talking about you're going to launch a network. You're launching this network. You're doing it. And here you are doing the great things that you're doing with Girls Alliance. But if your job, if you believe God's called you to be a stay-at-home mom. Yes. That's your, that's your vision. So how, what am I going to do? I'm going to impact my kids in a way. I'm going to send them out in that world to be strong men and women of God. Yes. Giants in the kingdom. I'm, my, my job is to pour into them so much so that when they get out there, they're this person or that person that God has called them to be. That's your vision. It doesn't have to always look like somebody else's. And that's, that's right. also what you said being the authentic you. When you figure out what that thing is and you're not looking at somebody else and you're just, you're looking at God and you're like, God, what does this look like for me? And he starts to reveal it to you. There is, like you said, this, if it was a better word than freedom, <laughs> there is this freedom and this joy in it that's unexplainable. With that said, I don't want anybody to walk up like, oh, wow, everything's so easy for them. No, it's no. work. You know it's work. You know, you're, you're, Not easy. You're getting a team together. You're working on branding. You're working on growing this, getting the right interviewers before you, doing all these things. It's work, but it's so fulfilling yeah. that I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. And it's a lot of work, you know. I get lots of no's. No, you're not big enough. No, we can't do this now. And that's okay, God. You know, it's it's not it's not for them right now at this moment. I'm okay with it. I have my moments as well where I'm just like, God, you really called me to do this. This is really big, Jesus. Like, you know, and he's like, but I got you. And I'm walking out my destiny calling. So I definitely would encourage anyone who's listening, who's watching, what is your thing? You know, and like, like you said, Michelle. What is that thing that's authentically you? And if if it's if it's to be the the best baker, um, if it's to be the home the home owner, the home um, maker, wherever God has placed you and put that dream in your heart, ask Him to um, um, ignite it. Ask Him to take you to that next level and go after it big, you know, and do it boldly and unapologetic. They're all about being bold and unapologetic, right? Because I tell my daughter all the time, my 14-year-old daughter, and she say, Mom, I don't want to tell my um, my friends to my um, youth group. And I said, why? Well, I don't want them to think. I said, you know what's so funny? Your friends have no problem inviting you to go smoke pot with them, mm-hmm. to go to this party, to sneak out of the house. Where do they get their boldness from? I said, you have a God that you serve. Be bold. Mm. Be bold. You know, because they, they feel they have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose, but they have more to gain 
through Christ and God using you than, than some of the things that they're asking you to do. And so I tell people all the time, I can't help to be bold because my friends who don't know Christ are very bold to me. Right? It's so true. And that is, um, I'm so glad that you brought that particular thing up because one of the things that God put on my heart as well, and I, I wanted to start this whole thing. I may even, it may even be a book here in the future that I write called one is enough. We live in a world that is driven by analytics. It's driven Mm -hmm. by how many followers did I get? What was the engagement? All this, you know, that's, that's how we, a lot of people, that's what they see as success. I've got 50,000 followers on Instagram and Twitter and all this stuff. And so it really creates this kind of, um, first of all, comparison, which you already talked about, but it creates this thing where people feel like I only have a hundred people on my thing. What I'm doing cannot be valuable. And that is such a lie from the pit of hell. And and I uh, agree with you 110%. If only, if your only purpose on earth that God created you and your skills and your talents and your heart for, if it was only to impact one life, mm-hmm. one is enough. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I agree with you 100% with social media. It is it's a great tool that God has allowed us to be able to reach the masses. We're doing things, you know, if you look at, if you read the Bible and it talks about how we're going to reach everybody, you're like, how is that going to happen? 20 years ago, I was still asking how now we all know, right. With this pandemic. So, but I always tell people, uh, most of these people on social media that act like they have these fabulous lives. They don't. Nope. You know, they, they're, they're, a lot of them, unfortunately, are lonely. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, um, depressed and they're struggling with things. We never know what, what happens um, behind closed doors. Like our parents say, you never know what happened behind closed doors. honey. don't compare yourself to anybody. And it's so true because we look at these lies and we want to compare ourselves. And the enemy is he wants to distract us by by putting the social media out there so that we can't compare ourselves. Oh, look what she's doing. Oh, Michelle is doing this. Well, why can't we say you can do the same thing Michelle is doing? Ask God what that thing is and go for it. Ask God, you know, God, Wendy's, if she can do a network, so can I. You're absolutely right. Go for it. Ask God, what's your niche? What can you do? And stop living the lie that the enemy is whispering to us saying that, well, we're not good enough. You know, especially as women, as moms, we're so hard on ourselves, right? You know, we're raising our children, taking care of our spouses if we're married, you know, everybody and everything comes before we do, you know? Yeah. And it's like it's that, 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 and then the enemy just takes that and he's just sit there and just nag you. Like, oh my. No, you know, I told my girlfriend yesterday, I was just texting with her. I said, be, be all right with yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. You're, you're doing something. You're a corporate mom who is now homeschooling two beautiful girls Every day you're on Zoom and you're doing a great job. Your kid is doing better in school than Mm. they've ever done before because of your special touch, your, you know, impartation in their lives. Girl, go ahead, relax, sit on that sofa for an hour and don't feel guilty about it. Just let it happen. And she said, no one has told me in these past 90 days to just relax. Oh, relax, you know, just do you for a moment. And she was so happy. Her kids like, mom, yeah, mom is relaxing. I said, see, even the kids want you to, <laughs> to relax. But it's also because they don't have homework to do. She's <laughs> but, you I, know. I just can't tell you how much you've blessed me. I just like, I'm choked up. 
if people are um, listening or watching this, how can they find you? Tell, tell everybody what they need to do to connect with you, to find you. What if somebody's listening that they have a vision for a television show or a series or a documentary? How can they find you? Tell everybody how they can connect. Oh, great. Thank you so much. So we are on um, all the social media platforms. So if you go to Grit Grace TV, G-R-I-T, G-R-A-C-E TV, not no and in there because everybody says and, but so it's Grit Grace TV. You can find us on Instagram that way, gritgracetv.com. You can see what, what we're working up to. You know, you can even watch a couple of trailers on there even if you would like. And then um, eventually you'll be able to subscribe to gritgracetv.com. We're also on Facebook at Grit Grace TV. So we release a couple of things there. And if you would like to submit something, we are all for it. So definitely gritgracetv.com. If you go on, they go on the website, you, it gives you a link right there and it says submission. You can do it right there. You can um, DM me on Instagram, you know, at gritgracetv.com, at gritgracetv, and I'll send things your way. On Facebook, you can message me. There's so many different ways now to do this, right? I know. Grit Grace TV and, you know, Grit Grace TV at gritgracetv.com. And those are all the ways you can reach out to us and we will always get back to you. And we're looking for great content, great writing, great content, shorts, documentaries, episodics, you know, webisodes, whatever you have that you feel that is well written, well produced, and that the faith-based community um, is going to be for it. Yes. Send it to us. And don't be afraid. I tell people, we want the edgy filming. We want that Christian stuff that we don't normally see that's going to be impactful, that where Netflix said no, you know, is probably the best thing for us, right? Yep. So that's what we're looking for that we want. That's amazing. And your website, gritgracetv.com? Yep, gritgracetv.com. Awesome. Well, if you're listening, all of that information will be in the show notes. If you're watching, all of that information will be right below the video in the information. And I just want to say to you, thank you. You've blessed me so much over this just few minutes that we've spent together. I am cheering you on and I will be praying for you and your vision and your mission and this soon to be massive media conglomerate. And I know that you're going to impact so many lives through what you're doing. You're all, you already are. And I know that like, a year down the road, you're going to say it was the most amazing thing that we didn't officially launch in March like we were supposed to because X, Y, Z happened and it wouldn't have happened had we have had the timeline that I, that you planned on, you know, our timing is, you know, God laughs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. I, I'm humbled. Um, I appreciate your support, your prayers, your love, and it really means so much. And I just thank God for great women like yourself in the kingdom who is uplifting other women in the kingdom. That is so needed and we are so appreciative of it. So, you know, I I send blessings and favor your way and that God will just double everything that you do in a mighty way. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. What you did not hear was as soon as we were done recording, I just went into total hysterics. <laughs> The Holy Spirit was so strong during the recording of that podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And what an amazing woman Wendy is. Holy moly. Go check her out for sure. <laughs> if you are not already part of the Girl Power Alliance community, head over there. We're doing some very cool stuff in the month of July. 
uh, featuring women of color on all of our podcasts and our content for our membership uh, area for our resources and doing some giveaways. So head over to the Girl Power Alliance social media, both on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and head over to girlpoweralliance.com and join the community. This is where women grow. <laughs>